Yo, yo, yo. We stepping in with another episode of The Real World. I got my man Jay Moore in the building. Yeah, So today we wanted to kind of talk to people about what we consider um, Black Party Weekends, right? CIAA happened a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we both decided to go down. And the question is, for anybody that's listening, there's a certain element that when you kind of get to the level that we are, that you're not really trying to rock with. Yeah, I mean, it's the reason that I don't go to Miami for Memorial Day. I don't really do the DMD, the DMV takeover in Miami. There's certain spots that I avoid. I saw a lot of that and a lot of that element in CIAA. But I'm going to ask you, what do you think about the weekend in general? And I'm not even going to talk about, like, the basketball because nobody goes to that. All right, so you're talking to a guy right now, man, like, since probably the age of, 12, 13 years old, I probably have gone to, if it's on the East Coast and it was a black event, big black event, I've been to it. Um, the Greek in Virginia Beach, uh, Jones Beach, New York, the Philly Greek. Uh, uh, you ever do Black Bike Week? Black Bike Week. Okay. Daytona, Freaknik, 4th of July, Virginia Beach. You probably Labor just Day, aged Virginia yourself Beach. with Freaknik, dog. Oh, yeah. Freak. Oh, what? We, yo, I'm telling you, I'm, yo, Miami Memorial Weekend. Uh, just if it's... See, I, I've been doing CIAA since I was a kid. Like, um, back when the CIAA tournament was, was back in Norfolk, Virginia. Um, the thing I would say, first off, is... Um, any black experience, any black weekend, it's kind of like a homecoming. You know, Howard University homecoming, shout out Howard University. You know what I mean? Like, just any black event is like a homecoming because it's black folks coming together and they're celebrating something. Um, and a lot of events have very humble beginnings. You take Freaknik. Freaknik started off as a picnic in Atlanta for college kids who... Um, didn't have anywhere to go for spring break, so they just came together and decided to have a picnic, and it grew. For, it literally grew from there, like it literally just blew up um, over over like th- over like five years. It just became something that just became so out of control. Um, and that's how most of it start. Like they start off small. They start off, you know, by accident or just a bunch of people going someplace, and then everybody just catches on. Um, at one point in the nineties, you know. Virginia Beach was the place to rock for Memorial Weekend, July 4th, and Labor Day weekend because it was just one of those things where somebody just start off like, yo, let's just go to the beach in the summertime and just kick it. And then it just kept flowing to the point where it turned into the strip turned into parking lot pimping. You know what I mean? Everybody had their boomer systems. This is when the boomer systems started coming out in the early 90s. So the radio systems and the cars was, you know, blasting. And, and then you had, you know, all the clubs. And then you just had the strip where all the ladies walking down the street and everybody. Like, it started off small and then it just it just blows up. So, with that said, um, you're always going to have, I think, that element that catches on. So, it might have started from kind of humble beginnings, right? Mm-hmm. But at what point do we know that it's probably over for that event? And when I say over, um, 
let's think about like you know what I'm saying, like a Freaknik, where the media probably played a role in why it kind of you know died down. Like the media was very anti it, and if it wasn't the media, it was definitely all of the dudes running around with cameras trying to see something. They probably ruined it too. Um, but how do you know that it's probably over for an event? When it becomes so commercialized and people start trying to make money off of it. But don't people try to make money off of it from an agenda? Like so, a picnic started off, like I said, a picnic. Just regular folks just coming together and just having a good time. The, like Virginia Beach, when you went down to the beach, there was really nothing to make money off of it because it was just a bunch of people just strolling and partying at the beach. You so, I mean? remember when we were in college, one of my favorite events was um, Black College Weekend at King's Dominion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Black College Weekend at King's Dominion. Boom. What so, money was made, to, like, was there to be had? So, I only went for the four years we were in school. Right. I never really, you know, understood what happened to it afterwards. I know it's something that's not necessarily going on. But we went to go to the park. We'd stay in a hotel. We never went to a club or anything. Right. We just basically we were parking lot pimping. We'd go to the hotel and we're kicking it and we're trying to meet whoever we can meet. We probably met some people in the park that day. Yo, we'll all hang out together. We'll kick it. That's all we wanted to do. Right. So it wasn't necessarily the money aspect. But I'm thinking when you're saying like, yo, like it's money that got into something that ruined it. What ruins it well, for an event like so that? Kings of Minion Black College Weekend started off as a college weekend again around the time around spring break. It was for college kids. Because remember, at one point, I don't know if you went when they still had it. It was a step show that happened during that. At, I remember at, at the at, at Kings of Me. I remember like, it was for it was black black college weekend at Kings of Me was for college kids, black college kids at King and, and for Kings of Me. And that same weekend, UVA has spring fling. Um, their spring fling thing where they had black events at UVA. So I remember me and my my boy, we would drive from Virginia Tech, hit UVA Friday night, and then Saturday be at King's Dominion. Okay. So we would hit both events in one weekend because they were always the same weekend. And that's how a lot of black events happen in the spring and summertime. A lot of stuff would happen on the same weekend. But King's Dominion started off as a, a weekend for college kids for spring break so they have something to come to and party with, or just something in the spring to kick off the opening of King's Dominion. What happened with that was, and if you know anything about Richmond, especially in the 90s and the 2000s, Richmond was a very dangerous city. It being so close to Richmond, of course, and this is how it always works. If there's women, the Negroes are going to come. So that was the point that I was making without trying to necessarily make it right. Once the hood tends to come to something or catch on to it, it's over. It's over. And I hate to be like that. Soon the hood finds out, or or the locals find out, it's it's a wrap because it depending upon the city. First of all, there's going to be some conflict between the college boys and the and the and the brothers from around the way the hood. But they don't like each other. And that's you what's know? sad. But like a lot of that comes from, and I'll I'll keep it real. There's a certain element of we want to be you, y'all want to be us kind of thing. And I'm not saying that I want to definitely be hood, but we all remember the hood dudes that were having like the flashy clothes. I remember it was kids rocking phone posits in like in high school. And I'm like, yo, I know those are 170 a pop in high school. This got to be like 96, 97. And if you got phones, like dog, like what are you doing? Like every shirt that you're wearing is like a polo rugby. You ain't getting that from your parents. Like we live in a, you know what I'm saying? Like. A lower middle income neighborhood. Right. Nobody out here is bowling like that. 
But you would certainly see certain kids because they're pushing, selling drugs. We don't condone that, but that's what they were doing. That was their life. So now it's like the college educated kids then caught up. Nah, I don't have money the hard way, but like I got a little something that I could flash that I get every two weeks. So, you know, women now, you know what I'm saying? It used to be the bad boys were in style. Now everybody wants the educated brother from the bank. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't need to look like Al B. Shore or Christopher Williams and have like wavy hair. But if I'm educated, I do pretty well. I speak well. Now I've become that dude. So it's a lot of hate that you get. And I don't even want to say it's hate, but it's a lot of static that you'll catch from like people who don't necessarily have that same status. Mm-hmm. Understand the the D boys recognize, yo, I'm not. I'm gonna see some different women than what I've seen in my block every day. Right. I'm gonna go see some college. I'm gonna see some chicks that I'm not. I I don't I don't get the regular seat. So they on it. You know, for them it's like you coming out of Richmond, you going over to Kings Dominion, you in the hood all day every day. This your one time. You gonna go see some chicks that you never get to see before. And 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 and, and of course, college girls they love a, a D boy. At least, in, like they, you know, most and so they grow out of it, right? They they gonna show them a little bit of love. So right. it's like we're all there for the ladies. That's what it comes down to. You know what I mean? So it, it it's gonna be a clash, and then of course something pops off. But why does something always have to pop off? Because we came up in a time where brothers stopped using their hands and wanted to pull out the, the wop. They want to pull out the heat. The biscuit. But you think about like other they, times when we go to stuff that isn't necessarily just like a black event. There were plenty of black people when we used to go to Vegas for Memorial Day weekend. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Plenty of people. Now it tends to be people that got a little bit more money. You got the athletes out there. I don't ever remember a situation popping off where somebody's getting shot or people are like, you know what I'm saying? Like really fighting like that. Because at the end of the day, we all out here for the same reason. We trying to meet somebody and have a good time and have some fun. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I'm thinking about like All-Star Weekend. Like I've been the most All-Star Weekends. Like, you know... Like All Star Vegas was bananas. All Star LA, a lot of stuff popped off. I was there for my thirtieth. I don't remember stuff really popping off, but I mean, I, I was home. Yeah, I was. I was oh, home. Man. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah I was home. In LA. Yeah. Yo, mad celebrities got robbed. Well, people get robbed anywhere, but yeah, yeah I get but that. It yeah. went to another level. Okay. Like in LA, like because of course, if you don't know what you, if you, you don't know how to move, right? Yeah, like yo, yo, this Compton is not some fucking. This is not a resort, dude. What are you? But I blame anybody who was stupid enough to be in the wrong side of town. Because there you go. Here's a perfect example of what I'm talking about in L.A., right? We used to love going to certain clubs. The minute that the hood found out about the club that we wanted to go to, yo, I'm done. I can't go no more. Right. I remember we used to see Nipsey hustle before he was messing with Lauren London. I remember my man was like, yo, Nipsey's here tonight? Nope, we can't go. Like all right. these blood dudes or crypt dudes, now nah, I'm good. And no disrespect to them. It was like, I don't want that kind of environment. And I'm not really trying to catch that kind of energy. And to be fair, they never really came to Hollywood like that. They did their thing in their spot. I, I I used to go to Inglewood all the time. I ain't never had no problem with nobody. I minded my business. I stayed to myself. But it was the same thing with them. They're like, yo, I don't really want to like go up here to Hollywood where everybody's acting all Hollywood and acting all uppity. I could just stay around the hood and get love. Right. So that's what they did. So like that's the position where I'm trying to like tie it all in. Why is it that we feel like once the hood comes to like kick it with us, we can't necessarily kick it with the hood no more. The event's dead. Well, it, it depends. So, all right. So, let me hit it you with this one. Give you, and I'll take it back to CIAA. What I like about CIAA is, and I tell people this all the time, the age group that you're going to see in CIAA, it's 21 to 65, literally. And it's something for everybody. 
So when I go down to CIAA, I avoid all parties that have that have a flyer with somebody like, no offense, if it's uh, if Future is on the flyer, that ain't the party I'm going to. So I'm gonna stop you right there. I know for a fact there was a couple of parties. One of the parties had Yo Gotti. It was a day party that had Yo Gotti and it had Jeezy. No thanks. That's what I'm talking about. Like that ain't. And I love Jeezy. Like I'll go see Jeezy, but I know when I go to a Jeezy show, I know that I'm going to see the hood because Jeezy raps for the hood. Like that's what he does. Don't play stupid and act like you're not going to see the hood if you know Yo Gotti and Jeezy are performing. That's who they, that's who they, that's who follows them. So that's the party you need to avoid. The party that I went to, like I go to every year, is called the Legends of Troy, Virginia State, all alumni. Literally, I'm almost 40 and I'm probably one of the youngest people in that party. The DJ, and this is another one of my points, the DJ is playing music from the 70s, well not 70s, the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. There's, he's not playing none of the new stuff. He's playing stuff that everybody at that party came up on and they're going to dance to, which brings me to another point. At this party, people are dancing. They're not on their phone. They're not on their, like, they're, they're partying like they used to party when they came up. And so when you find, and no, there are parties like that for people of that age group all weekend. That's not to say that you're not going to find the Yo Gotti parties for the young boys and they, they'll they be at those parties. And so if you know how to move at like a CIAA and you know where, where your lane is, you never experience being around, quote unquote, that element. So you might not be around it, right? But it's certain, I'll say it's certain places that it hits you in your face. And not even, I'm not even talking about the hood element. This was my first time there. Okay. One of the most surprising things to me there was like seeing like old dudes um, basically getting at anybody that they can. Mm-hmm. Not even hating on old man game. Right. At 50, I hope that's, I don't want to be in that lane. Like I'm not trying to go to CIAA. But like these are dudes that are legit like in their late 40s and 50s, mad gray in their beard. And they hollering at every little shorty they see walking. Mm-hmm. Now I should put the caveat that the women there weren't little. Like, there's a lot of big women in the South. It's a lot of big women, bro. Like, that was not what I expected when I went. Like, I went just based on, like, yo, I'll see some good visuals. It'll be cool. Right, right. I'm going to enjoy this. Right. Nah, it's a lot of big women. Yeah. And no disrespect to my big women. I Like, I love a pretty woman. I don't care what you are. There's a lot of big women down South, bro. Like, you could tell they eat well. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They it's definitely the eat well. Real country. There's no such thing as whole foods down south. Nah, real country. They they do all of that. They they eat pig feet and all that stuff, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Soul food. So that's why it was just, for me, it was like, all right, like, let me figure out exactly what my lane is. Like, I know what I don't want and what I want, but I'm still like, I'm a Hollywood dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, living out there got me spoiled. I live in the DMV. So I'm like, yo, I want, you know what I'm saying? My girl that's going to look, that's going to be like five seven five eight. Long hair, real pretty. You'll get that. Don't get me wrong, but it's gonna be a lot of stuff that you're probably not looking for. But you gotta know where to go. So for me, I know where to find that all the time. Because and this is where class comes in, and because of the class society that we live in. There's only a couple of hotels I'm gonna stay in because I know what I'm gonna get and I know who who can't stay there. 
Sure. The Marriott. The Ritz. Like, the Ritz Carlton, unless you are, like, Meek me, Mill walked right past me while I was in the Ritz Carlton. Like, unless you are Meek Mill or some celebrity or you just got dough, you're not going to be in the Ritz Carlton. And the Ritz Carlton restricts access to their hotel after a certain time. So you got to show your room key to be in there. So I didn't know they were going like Vegas. Yeah. See, okay. like they, so automatically, you already know the element going to be in there. Unless, and, and what I'm saying is that if you got money, the last thing you want to avoid, the last thing you're trying to get into is any trouble. You got something to lose. So I know when I'm over at the Ritz, I know when I'm getting. I'm going to had drinks with Stephen Curry's mom. She's a pretty old lady, bro. Cool, cool as a fan. She's a pretty My old brother lady, introduced me to her. Yeah, she's cool, a pretty old lady. Cool bro. as a fan. Like, cool. Like, that's who you going to see in there. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm not seeing all that other stuff. No, you I don't see the other element, like, but you like, also see a lot of big women, right, too. I was in the Ritz, yeah, but I get what you mean. Right. But you know where to go. You know what you, you know what I mean? So, right. I, I, I just can't, like, I, I try to tell people, you'll, like, a CIAA, you'll see everything. And if you want to be around whatever you want to be around, there's a party or, or a place for you. And if you don't want to be there, there's something for you. And that's what I like about CIAA. Like, it, 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 there's something for everybody. Like, there's not a lot of black events that meets that criteria as far as being a catch-all. As far as where you can stay. But see, that's Getting the one around. thing where I don't necessarily want to catch all in a sense where it'll involve. So, like, I'm sure you saw this on the news. Like, I just happen to have it on the local news. Somebody shot up at a car a hundred times. Now, fortunately for the person that they shot at, not one shot hit. Think about that for a second. Wait a minute. What? A hundred shots at somebody and not one shot hit. Oh. So, apparently the story is, like, the car was bulletproof and that's... But, like, even still... How you shoot a hundred rounds and not hit a single joint? What video games you been playing? Like I could pop something real quick. I've been playing Call of Duty so long. Like I'm pretty sure I could shoot a real gun. Where at was least this once. at? Was it down? It wasn't downtown. It was. This was downtown. This is like there was like some kind of fish fry joint that they had like a like a block that was kind of sectioned off, and it was by that. I don't know the street names. Won't even lie. I just know I like stayed at Epicenter. Because the funny part is, like I know I stay in a certain area of Charlotte. Yeah, you never Charlotte got it. some hoods. Yeah, but it's not downtown. Right. Right. And I just stay downtown. Because I know, one, Carolina, Charlotte is already suffering that whole thing with the bathroom. They're going to need all that money. And I know the police presence downtown. I Every time I looked up, there was a cop. So, so let's talk about that. So that was one of my big, that was the, the eye opener for me, right? I certainly felt like every single move we made, you saw police. I've never seen that amount of police presence anywhere. I didn't see inaugurations, and I ain't seen that many cops on the street. Well, you know what's funny about that? I, I, every, so when we're talking about the origins of a black event and how they grow, as they get bigger, I also see the police presence get bigger. So any event that I've been to, I'm used to it by now. Like I'm, Virginia Beach got so bad. But is that okay for you to be used to it? It's not okay, but I understand because a lot of times, oftentimes, we don't know how to act. And it's a catch-22. So, let's take a concert. 
You can go to a rock concert. They got a mosh pit, right? White folks down the joint acting. They doing whatever. Can't have that at a rap concert. Ain't gonna be no mosh pit. Why can't you? They just won't have it because they. That's that's the double standard. But that's my thing. So like, here's where I'm going with it, and this is why I have a big problem with it. While I understand if something's gonna pop off, I want police there to be able to take care of it and handle the situation. Like, I'm not going to pretend like their job is easy or that the police are the bad guys all the time. That's not what any of this is. But I certainly see the double standard. Think about the stamp parties we had when we were in school. You can't tell me that our parties were more rowdy than any of the crap that went on at, like, Frat Row or any of these football parties that people had where people would get into fights, do all types of stuff. But why do we have metal detectors? Let me ask you something. And I'll even take it a step further. Like... How many white parties have you ever heard of where somebody ended up getting shot at the end? In college? Ever. Eh, I, I hear you. I'm sure it happens. But here's the thing. I've does never the, heard. I've of never, course we don't hear. But does the news report it right, accurately? Maybe maybe not. But I, in all my years of being around white people, I've never heard or even experienced a white person with a gun at a party. Party. You know what I'm saying? I give you that. Like, I just don't. And I'm not saying it's never happened. And my and I've been to both sides. Let's take Coach Shelly. Or any of them big, rowdy, out in the desert concerts that these, you know, that happens where, you know what I mean? Where's a, a whole group get could a coach Shelly exist and it was all a all black crowd? Made in America. I was gonna say that, made in America. How much of a police presence out of made in America? They're outside, like don't get it twisted. Right. But like on the inside, I'm pretty sure that there was a more, there were way more people concentrated in like the area that they put you in for Made in America right. than you saw like a CIAA. Right. But you didn't feel the police presence, like you knew that. You know what I'm saying? Like after you left, you you kind of had cops like line the street. Yeah. Like you certainly got that to make sure that like at the end of the night. But it's not even about what you guys are doing. They're protecting you from the hood. The hood. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's both sides. Right. So, but like a Coachella, you bring all if 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 that was an all black crowd. First of all, if it was an all black crowd, they're not making it in. They would have searched you, every one of them people, and they got drugs on them, all going to jail, all of them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and right. I'm not talking about for weed. They would have been for the ecstasy, for the coke. They, all of them. That's all Coachella and is. Is a drug fest. And we 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 carry guns. We got guns. But from where and why? But see, that's the and. I, and that's what I'm saying. Like but that was the juxtaposition. of like honestly, but that's, that's what society, this was about. But that's our culture right now. I, I I can't sit up here and act like I can't sit up here and act like it's all white people or all the police. Like it's like we don't like we not at some point part of the problem. But not it's you know not. I mean? like, but it's not our culture. There's a it's a subsection of our culture, right. and it's certainly it's but very class sub, specific. But, but that subculture is tied to the music we all listen to. No matter what, I listen to Jeezy, just like the dope boy down the street. I'm part of that subculture too. I listen to Jeezy. Yeah, and what's but Jeezy rapping about? You're right. What's all these cats rapping? Everybody's about? rapping about drugs, guns, and women. Right. I and get we, that. So we all under the same that even though we might in other parts of our lives not be part of that subculture, we all when we come to that music. But you don't think white people have those same things that bind them? But, what do you think about EDM music? And yeah, like nobody is doing EDM and going and shooting up the club. Right. I'm not That's making that part. yet. You know what I'm saying? See, I think from a, a police standpoint, there's going to be drugs at all these things. Black, white, or whatever. It's 
death that comes out of it that they have a problem with. Like, act around and do all that, but we can't have nobody dying. In that, I get that. Like I've well, been we, told, I can't have married. you kill somebody. Yeah, I but mean, if you I overdose, can't. it is what right. it is. And, and That's self inflicted. And, and, and facts have shown that no matter what, you got drugs and guns in the same place. Something's going to go down. You are like that. So I, we can't have both. So you can either have the drugs or the guns. Can't have and, both. And they'll take the they'll take the drugs any day. <laughs> they take the drugs any time of it because at least you're fucking up yourself. It's self-inflicted. It's no collateral damage from it. Like you're not going like accidentally shoot a kid or whatever. I get that, but that's what it. That's where I guess I'm. I don't want to say I'm pro-black because I am, but at the end of the day, it's like there's a small percentage of black people that kind of get down with all of this like violence, carrying guns. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna pretend that like me and any of my friends are like holier than now. I know for a fact that like unless you're an officer or a cop or something or you know what I'm saying? Like, you have a reason to carry. Most of my friends aren't working around carrying a gun. You might have something in your house because you feel like you got to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we ain't really trying to shoot nobody. You know what I'm saying? I also realize that a lot of times when we, you'll hear people be like, yo, but what about Chicago? They they got all this violence in Chicago. Yeah, they do. But how many of these situations are like, because of like the, the environment that you live in, you're now scared for your life. So you go get a gun and it ends up becoming like, I honestly believe in karma in that way. You put out a certain kind of energy, shit is just more likely to happen because you've now put that out. So let me play devil's advocate. So say like I'm from the hood, right? I'm from around the way. Like, I mean, and, and I know, like I haven't gone to college. Like I, I'm, my life went a different way. And I decided to go to King's Dominion for Black College Region. What is the chances of me? I know it's going to be a bunch of college boys there. What's the chances of me beefing with them this, that, and third? Why do I need my peace? But that makes you the smart dude out of the crew. That, that's the, see, it's not the smart dude that I'm necessarily but, worried about. I'm it's about, the knuckleheads. I'm talking about the knuckleheads. Yeah, I'm talking. But, yeah, but no, I'm no, talking no, no, no. The, so there's still, a, there's a still, there's still a, a very much of like an element of like, yo, you're a knucklehead and you really don't give a fuck. And you know what? This ain't the kind of environment for that. Like, I don't have to worry about but that. But why does a knucklehead still need his peace if he knows he's gonna be a bunch of out of good boys? He doesn't. He feels like he'll probably be able to punk him. But so why do I need my peace? I'm scared. Like, I'm scared. What, like, he so might actually be a, bigger than me, or he might actually get the jump on me, and I can't so have that. Now have a soul, it still goes, you see what I'm saying? So you live by it, and you die by it. Okay. You know what I mean? And I think that's what comes down to black events, is real life actually comes into our black events at some point. That's what really happens. Okay. Real motherfucking life comes in and, and, and mixes in with, with, with the event, and boom, something's going to happen. I got this knucklehead, I got this kid, whatever you want to call him, this dope boy, whatever, whose life is based upon survival. He wants to come to an event and release, relax, relate, release, just like the rest of us and have a good time. But my, I'm a, I'm a businessman. My life does not require me to look over my shoulder all the time. His does all the time. So his life is different. So he's coming to this event. We at CIAA together. We, He's looking over his shoulder. I'm not. I can step on his shoes by accident and say, excuse me. To him, it could be me trying to punk him. Boom, explosion. Because his world, that sort of thing happens. Eh, I got to get at you. In my world, we just clean them joints and keep it moving. Or we just say, excuse me, and we keep it moving. 
So you got worlds colliding in one place, and psychologically and mentally, they don't mix. But even with that, right, I think that you always got to be aware of the environment that you're in. Mm-hmm. And like, no, am I expecting a, a knucklehead to be totally rational? Nah. But at a certain point, the knucklehead ain't running up in church with his gun on him. Is he not? Well, you know. Well, it depends on like where you're rules from. Rules have here. changed. You've seen The Wire, and Wire is based on truthness. They shot up some cats on Sunday. That used to be a rule. Like, you ain't kill nobody on Sunday. These young boys don't have rules no more. There's no rules in this. So it's like, hey, it's fair game. But whose fault is that that they don't have rules? And I mean, I guess that's a separate conversation. Yeah, that's a but separate you know what I'm saying? But like, and we're not in the streets, so we can't really speak on it. Like, we're not in the streets, so we can't say, listen, if the, if the streets dictate or saying no rules, then that's what it what is. It is. That's, you know, that's just like, it's hard for me to tell you to put the put everything back in the box right. when it's already been released. Right. Like, you going to your job tomorrow. Right. You got to what you eating. It's how I eat. And in order for me to eat this way, I got to live this way. It's a shitty way to live. I hate to live like that, but that's just what it is. And so, it went, and, and, and at the core of it, you have these black events. And uh, believe it or not, music dictates a lot of this stuff. We all hip-hop. It's all hip-hop, right? And, and, and then I can't say I have not been to a black event and music and dancing was not involved in some capacity. So... Here's my question then, right? Think about how our generation grew up on what I essentially will say like die ninja die. Like everything was like bang bang shoot him up you're going to die. You would murder mace, kill a cam, you know what I'm saying? Like that was the thing. You weren't just like a rapper. You had to be harder than everybody. The cats that are coming out now like future don't necessarily rap about shooting you. They all talking about doing drugs and just being high. Mm-hmm. So, like, where's the same impetus for us to be like, all right, you know what? It's all this, like, drug culture in the sense where we're going to, like, gang culture, where we're going to shoot each other and fight. Now everybody just wants to get high and, and be trippy. But it's also a strip culture. The strip club. But is that still, like, popping like that? What? Bruh, all this music is strip club music. I would have said that, like, 10 years ago, no, but yeah, but no, is it no, still no. popping like that? It was different 10 years ago. The music came out and went to the strip club, and then it, it went from there. Now songs break, like, songs start off in the strip club now. They don't blow big. Like, the Migos Bad and Bougie joint was played in a strip club a year or two ago. Like, it popped only because it popped in the strip club first. You know what I mean? Like, that's the, we live, this is a strip club culture. And if you know anything about the strip club culture, who traditionally went to strip clubs? Drug dealers. But isn't that really just down south? Because the strip clubs in New York no, don't sir. pop off like that. What? I mean, people go, but like what? they don't even get naked. What? Aces? They don't even get naked. It doesn't matter. They're not getting aces. It's still, a, it's still a culture. It's still what happens after. They may not be getting naked in the joint, but it's still... What's what's popping out? Hey, I don't know nothing about that. Exactly. I don't know nothing. About, I definitely don't know nothing about that. I don't know I, nothing I about don't, that. I've never been a strip club guy ever, so I, I can honestly say, but I do understand our culture right now. It's strip. 
the, the, the culture right now in hip hop is based out of the strip club. Period. It's because the South took over. Yeah, the South took over, but it's spread just like anything else. Cali, strip club, New York, Chicago. If it ain't happening, DC, strip club. What's the, the stadium? There was a there was a moment where stadium was the hottest club in the city. But it still pops. You know what I'm saying? But nah, but there was a moment like a couple of years ago where it was like the radio. You know what I'm saying? The radio station was actually at stadium. Like they had their Friday nights broadcast from stadium. Yeah. Think about that for a second. It's listen, I'm 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 telling you like I know. I'm telling you. this is the strip club culture. So it and and then you mix in the drugs. And think about when you're in the strip club, you chilling, you you zooting, you tossing out bills. That's the culture now. That's why everything is so trippy. That's why everything is litty. And it's, it's such a drug culture because you're doing all that, all that fair game in the strip club. All that. I wouldn't know. Personally, yeah, I, mom, if you if you hit us, um <laughs> I've never been to this establishment. <laughs> Like I don't know nothing about that. I just pay attention, man. Like I, 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 you know, I pay attention to the young cats, man. Like I get it, like I hear it, I see it. Like I just pay attention. Keep I mean, but, to the concrete. But I'll keep it real. There's a certain strip culture that we don't get because we're a little too far north yeah. for it. You know what I'm saying? Like well, not, I know that it's, it's, it's way different. It. Well, yeah, we it, we don't have it to do. You say it's down south. I'm telling you, it's more it's more prevalent everywhere than you think. Like it's it's more prevalent. I know what's getting more prevalent. Like so like they in, like they New have York like is crazy. Like I know they got this spot in in LA that everybody goes to now. AOD right. Ace right. of Diamonds, right? right? Miami. Like, it wasn't popping off there when I was there. Like it wasn't there yet. People would go to some other spot, but that was always my thing. Where I'm like, yo, like I don't necessarily want to go to a topless bar. Like I feel like that's mad corny. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now I get it. If you're in Atlanta. Shorty's a butt booty naked. Uh-huh. I get it if you're in Florida. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it is. I don't necessarily get it again when you go to New York. And I want to say this spot's a topless, maybe. But you're right. Whatever pops after that. It's not about the clothes, that. though. It's not about the fact that they're naked. You, you're taking it to the women. It's not even that. It's, it's just the, the environment? It's the environment. It's the, like, the chicks in there are just as thick, naked or not, as ones you see down south. The environment itself is about bottles, it's about money, it's about drugs, it's about doing all the things that you couldn't do in a regular club. It's about girls being uninhibited. But I think that we're like that anyway. And I'm not even talking about, think about the way that people dance now. Shorties basically just twerk on you. Like, people don't really dance no more. With their clothes on. Right. But like, you can all, and they may not be completely naked, but they're pretty much down to bar and panties. Right. And so that just takes it to another level, and they're crazy thick. And the mentality of the strip club is different than the regular club. But is it? That's what I'm. That's Absolutely. the point that I'm making. Absolutely. Is it now? Because shorties twerk on you in every club you go to. Ask, ask any women their thought process when they're going to a club versus going to a strip club. I feel like women are down for both these days. They're, yeah, they're down for. I'm talking about what they're expecting to happen when they go to one or the other. One is I'm going to get drinks. I'm going to dance at the third. I'm going to strip club. I might do something, but I don't. You know, it, it, it's a little bit more sexual. It's a little more sensual. Anything can happen. Like, but I feel like we're all hypersexualized now. Like, I don't think that shit's just revolving around a strip club at this point. Like, I legitimately think that, like, if 
for instance, Instagram's become King Magazine at the palm of my hand. I don't have to pay a subscription no more. And this is for like, you know what I'm saying? Like some random shorty got half a million followers based on her just having like, you know what I'm saying, TNA out all of the time. This is where we are. Like, I don't think it's just like the strip club. I think in general, we're way more sexualized than we were. But those chicks that do that, where do you think they work? Some of them do. Yeah, some of them do. 90% of them work in a strip club. But they didn't even need to chase the strip no more. Huh? They're the bartenders. The bartenders be the baddest one. The bartenders are the, like the bottle yeah, girls. But they all in the strip club. My point is, 90% of these chicks that's doing that stuff, they all work in a strip club. Check their thing. Call me for bookings. Booking you for what? You doing my tactics? Fuck I mean, out of here. <laughs> oh, okay. But they messed up the game for like rappers too. It's like, yo, I can get a, a model to come here and host and bring in a little more crowd. I can give her like five grand or I can pay some rapper like 10, 15 for him to stay here for 30 minutes. So like now rappers don't get these same appearance fees because like nope. they got these other women. Because who, 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 why, why do men come to club anyway? For women. But you never, but I never understood that, right? So, like, let's say random IG model, whoever. Um, trying to think. Who is somebody I'm a fan of? I like Aisha Diaz. You may or may not know her. Shorty's bad. I'm not going to the club because Aisha Diaz is there. Like, you're not going to give you, me the time of day. Like, and I'm a confident dude. Like, I'll spit at anybody. But you're not going to really be like, all right, you know what? Rel, I think you're a good dude. I'm going to give you my number. Why don't we talk? That's not how that's going down. What's really going to happen is it's going to be a whole bunch of dudes that come to the club trying to see Shorty, and for what? I could just go to my phone. like. But check it, though. You know, you got to keep it funky, and we're digressing, but I'm going to address this point anyway. A girl like that ain't checking for you neither. I, that's my point. Right, so you, that's why you're not checking for her. That, that, uh, y'all are two different worlds. That's my point. You know what I mean? She's so, checking for the, the rappers and the athletes. Right, the, the mo that's going to check come for her, they going to be in there, though. Like, there's going to be dudes that... that, that that fit in her lane, and they're gonna line up to see her, cause she's gonna get one of those modes of chance. You see what I'm saying? Like, and so, but that's the party I won't be going to, because that's I my know, point. Because I know what's what's being attracted there. Like, I know what's gonna come. Like, yeah, that, that's why I'm like, I'm good. Like, right. I don't want to be at that spot. So, like again, it goes back to um, when we talk about black events and we talk about who's gonna be where. You just have to kind of. Know your crowd and who's doing what. Even if it's a, if it's a black event or not, like I feel like you always got to know what you're getting yourself into. Like it's certain spots in the city that we live in, I don't step in. Like no disrespect to Bliss, I've never been there. That's not my crowd. Um, if I do go out, I'm gonna do the day party thing just because I feel like that's what old people do now. Right. You know what I'm saying? We go to day parties. I don't even go to all of those. I don't go to Griffin on Sunday, even though I know it pops off and all the little young girls and everything be up in there. Like, if I'm going to do anything, I do grilled cheese social on Saturdays at Marvin's when they have it. Right. It's like a once a month drink. I have the time of my life every time. It's something that I could do and enjoy with my friends. Even better. Married or not. Marvin's tonight. Monday night, baby. All hip-hop rooftop, baby. Like, See? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Old head city, baby. Yeah, that drink's definitely old head. Yeah. It's like old head and ethnic. Yeah. But that's, you know what I'm saying? That's more my lane. So I get it. Like, even if you go out of town, you got to find your lane right. and figure out kind of what works for you. But I feel like when you're out of town, that's so much harder if you don't know how things move. Yeah, yeah. And that's you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you, so how do you decide, like, and let's take CIAA out of the, like, out of the equation okay. because you know the deal. Okay. How do you decide to move if you in like a Black Week event weekend? What party would you want to go to? 
Not going to. So it, it depends. So I. This is when. And this is going to be hard for anybody to probably get with. Because I travel. And what I mean by that is like. Um. Early on, man, I, I was just an outgoing person. So there was not one event I didn't hit, on the, at least on the East Coast, just point blank. Like, I, yo, we going. So what would happen is um, I know somebody in every major city. And so I would call in events like, yeah, what's good? We coming up. What should we hit? Like, I do my intel, I do my homework before I go to any city because I know somebody in that city. Or I know somebody that knows somebody that knows something about that city. And it's very rare. Like, I think the only city I've ever gone to, I didn't really know anybody up front at first. Was maybe Vegas. We had a great time there. Yeah, I think that's the only time I ever went to a city and didn't know somebody that was already living there. Because who lives in Vegas? But, like, I just didn't know anybody that lived in Vegas. Every other city I've ever been to, I at least know one person that lives there that knows that knows the the, the how, to, how to move. And so I would call them first, and they would, you know, and they know me, so they know what I want to get down with. They know I'm not trying to get down with any, but I'm not afraid to go anywhere. But it's not even about being afraid. You just got to know what works for you. Right. What works for me, you know what I'm but also, that? but I'm a hip hop. So but I, the Yo Gotti party ain't working for you. No, the Yo Gotti you know not. But if, like, I, I would go out to LA and I would be, and I, I necessarily didn't want to do the Hollywood thing. I kind of wanted to be, where the hood, bro? Like, where's the hood at? And what clubs are those cats going Time to? Time out. No, 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 no. I lived in LA. You're bugging. No, no, no. Let me, let me, let me, let me finish. Okay. Now, I'm not going by myself. And I'm not going with like I'm going with fam that lives there that knows and and it's cool. I'm not going by myself. The only reason why I want to go to those spots is because one, I know the music. I'm going to agree with it. Like it's going to be my type of music. Um, number two, I'm more comfortable first understanding how cats move in a hood first in that city than not. Because then I know what to look for and know how to stay away from it when I see it. So my first trip to LA, I wanted to see how, I wanted to know, okay, what do I not need to wear? The red and the blue? Oh, no doubt. Blood, let me let me keep let me keep my colors at home. Where do I need to go? That what do these cats look like? What are they looking for? Oh, no, I don't wear jewelry anyway. Cool. They know I'm from out of town. Probably from my accent, this, that, and the third. All right, let me. So I acclimate myself to the city and how they move, and then I just make sure either I'm going to blend in or stay away. And sometimes it, I can do both. I may end up wanting to blend in a little bit because of a certain party or a certain act that's going on, and I got to be in that element, or I can just be like, I'm, not, I'm staying away. Chicago, I stayed away. Like, I stay. Chicago, there's nothing. Like there's nothing you should, no reason you should be in the south side of Chicago. No, anymore. there's nothing. I, and, and, and. And so, I had to say it, but there, there isn't. Nah, there's no reason for you to be over there. Um, I, I'll put it like this: living in LA, there was a certain element that I like that I would run into. You know what I'm saying? Like, I only really did the Hollywood thing, right? Um, I've done house parties in like uh, both like Compton, Long Beach, Inglewood, but it was always of a specific like crowd of people, right? So like. It was the um the Urban League. So like I knew like my home grow there was like, you know what I'm saying, like VP of the Urban League. So it was like 
all right, I can come to your crib for something like this. Like, yeah, you got a you got a house over in Baldwin Hills. Okay, that's that's what's up. Like, I'll come through. I know I got to drive straight down Crenshaw to get to your, your crib. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you drive right through the hood to get there. But it's okay. I'm going straight end to end. And when I'm there, everybody that I'm there with generally thinks or acts like I do. Like, they're mm-hmm. educated. So, you, you know what I'm saying? You know what you're kind of getting into. I never went for something where... I wanted to be in something where, like, the Bloods and the Crips hung out. Right. Um, my ex actually, like, lived on the street, or her parents lived on the street, where it was a Blood neighborhood, and they were right the, the street over. Never bothered anybody. I never went to that street. Never had any problems. I never was that dude that was like, yo, I need to wear, like, don't wear blue, don't wear red. Mm-hmm. I just didn't move in those areas where I would necessarily have a problem. Mm-hmm. But what I did do was go out in them Hollywood streets. Like, me and one of my mans... We out there, I think it was like Thursdays, Sundays. That's what we did. We got it in. But once the hood came to that, it was no longer the thing to do. But for the most part, like, you knew, like, with the type of environment, at least it was that Hollywood element. So it's like, all right, I'm either educated or I want to be an actor, actress. I can't necessarily act up. It's a certain glamour that came with it of people that wanted to be a part of that culture. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember we used to kick it with Megan Good all of the time. She used to go to this one club we used to go to. Super cool, super nice girl. Not even going front like I tried to holler. I was like, man, that ain't going to work. But I speak. Like, she speak. You know what I'm saying? You get a hug. She keeps it moving. Before she kind of blew up again. So you had a lot of that. But I think that I don't want people to necessarily be afraid to think like, all right, if I go to a new city or I'm at one of these things, you know what I'm saying? There's certain things that I shouldn't necessarily mess with. Like, my whole idea for us, like, talking about this was, like, kind of like a how-to guide. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like... If I go, one of the best things that I want to know from the jump, how do I have fun? Um, I would all first of all, you know, get you if it's if you're a girl, get you get get your get your homegirls that are outgoing. Like not the ones who are comfortable just sitting in the hotel room the whole time. Um, get your girl that's gonna wanna go out and do as much as you as much as you want to go out. Um, if it's two of y'all, three of y'all, four of y'all, whatever. Um, the next thing I would say, if it's in a major city, stay in the city. Spring for that extra hotel money to stay inside the city. Um, staying in the outskirts or staying in somebody's crib. Now so you, you wouldn't Airbnb. So you wouldn't Airbnb it. It depends on where the Airbnb is. Okay. Because what you want to do when you go to somebody else's city, you want to avoid driving. Agree. You don't want to cab it. You want to just be there. You just want to be in the mix. You want to be where everything's going on so that you can just move easily and get to where you got to go without having to hop in the car. You don't want to have to drive. If you got an Uber somewhere, cool. If you got an Uber down the street, cool, whatever. But what you don't want to have to do is have to drive all the way back out to the suburbs. Well, that's how you get a DW. Yeah, I was going to say, that's how you get a DUI. And the last thing you want to do is get any sort of, do any sort of crime Oh, you're out of somebody town. else's city. Right. Especially down south. And especially if you do it on a three-day weekend. Yeah, you'll be Memorial there until weekend, like Tuesday. You get pulled over Saturday, and you're not going back home until Tuesday or Wednesday there, buddy. Yeah. And now we're talking about your livelihood, your job, because you can't call your boss talking about you still in Atlanta party. You got arrested. So that's, you know, I always say, Bottom line, spring for that extra dough to stay in a hotel within the city limits. Stay where the action is going down. So what are some do's and don'ts? Um, Don't get drunk. Well, let me back up. Hold on. Before I get to the do's and don'ts. The next thing you want to do when you get in town, 
Talk to the locals. Talk to people who work in the hotel. Talk to folks who, who, who you know, go out. You know that. For, you know that first couple of hours. Walk, walk the, walk the perimeter. But I'm gonna put a caveat on that. Like, if you talk to people in the hotel, make sure that y'all got at least something in common. And yeah. I'm not even saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, just be, just because you work in a hotel doesn't mean that we don't connect at some level. Right, right, you know what right. I'm saying right. like I'm not that dude. But like, I certainly should be like, all right, you know what. I'm a New York hip hop dude. Right. Where is that playing? You know what I'm saying? Where are they right. playing that? Right. Right. Make sure you find your specific right. lane so right. you can go to the Be specific of just being about like, what yeah. you want. Right. You know what I mean? Be right. specific about what you want. Um and 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 find and, and find that authentic cheap eats within the city limits. I'm gonna disagree with you on that. When find you when you on vacate, one of the few things you should do, like, because you're not eating three meals a day, right? Because you're not getting up for breakfast more than likely. You damn sure probably not like getting in, trying to eat dinner because you're too busy like partying or doing or whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. Or you may be sleeping before you go out again. Got to have one good meal. That's my no, thing. No, no, no. I'm not saying don't eat a good meal. What I'm saying is. I don't even need because, to be cheap. Nah, you, I'm because, good. No, no, no. That's how you get the bubble guts and you ruin your whole day, bro. Nah. If you're only eating one meal, that's a problem. Eat your one meal. Go and then say like you go. So you skip dinner. When you leave the club, you're going to be. Dumb hungry. Probably. You got to know where the good cheap eats is at. You got to know where those cheap eats is at, yo. Man. Because the cheap eats is when you don't want to, you're not eating dinner, but you're still hungry. And you, y'all, you left the club, it's one, two in the morning, you're hungry. Like that, it, that, that happens every time you go out. Nah, you, you just need to find the closest pizza slice. Like, as long as you get a pizza slice. But you want that good authentic because, again, you don't want the bubble guts, but you want to eat something. At least some eat something from the city. Eat something from that city. Eat, find the good cheese. So you ate some, like, down south food? All the time. You better than me. So that means you you probably had some swine this weekend. Nah, I haven't paid. I just want you paid. No pig, no pig. But like, uh, no pork on my fork. Nah, yeah, yeah. But, um, so do's and don'ts. Don't get pissy drunk. And try not to have somebody in your crew be the person that, that just can't handle their liquor. Like, <laughs> so I got a story, right? And I ain't gonna try to take up a bunch of time because, again, like, I'm not trying to out here have everybody out here listening forever. I went to Vegas once, right? Me and my man were out there, and I'll never forget. We went to some industry party. Uh, my homegirl worked for like a you know one of the studios or something, so we did. We're drinking on their dime. She's like, yo, you got to catch up. So I remember her just pouring these huge ass shots. Like we weren't really drinking shots of Patron. It was like, you're drinking gulps of it. Like you're drinking water. <laughs> All I know is that me and my man got separated to some, like somehow that night. Right. So I'm like, yo, it's in my best interest to just go back to the room. Like I'm done right now. Like I'm all the way faded. So I get myself down to the lobby. I'm waiting in line for the, for the cab line. It was a little long. I remember the, the couple in front of me, and the shit shocked me at the time. They were like, yo, you can go in front of us. Like, you look like you need to get home more than I do. And I was just like, yo, you that was nice look, of you. You about to look hurt. Son, I was, I was punished. So I remember telling the cabbie, like, yo, take me back to, um, I was staying at the Cosmopolitan. So I'm like, take me back to Cosmo. He's like, okay, cool. We get back to Cosmo. I barely remember what happened. So like, apparently the story goes, they pull up the Cosmo. The dude's like, yo, all right, we here. I can't get out the car because I'm all the way fucking gone. So, like, they come and, like, I guess, pick me up out of the uh, the car, like the cab. 
put me in a wheelchair and I'm sitting on the side and they're trying to figure out what my room number is so they could take me back. I throw up on the side of the wheelchair. They finally find my room, wheel me up to my room, throw me on the bed. They see my man in the drink because he's in the, on like on the other side of the room, like laid out drunk. And they're like, yo, make sure he like sleeps, like I guess uh, face down and not face up so he doesn't like choke on vomit if he throws up. I felt great in the morning. That dude was hurt. But this is why you never want to drink. Like the fact that I was able to wake up in my room in my clothes, I had my wallet. Yo, I felt real good about myself. Dog, I've never been so happy and scared at my life. Yeah, see, that right there, kids, is not what you want to happen. Nah, that was my one and only time of being drunk like like that, and I'll never had it happen again. You don't want to have a movie like Hangover happen in your life. Like, that's not cool. That's not good for business. The next thing you don't want to do is take flyers from anybody on the street. Talking about they party is popping. Do your own research. But what if the party is popping, though? Like it's if possible. It, if it's I'm not pop- saying it's likely. If it's but popping, they're not passing out flyers on the street. Not anymore. Okay, I I rock with that. You know what I'm saying? If it's popping, they're not passing out flyers. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody knows where to go. Um, if you're a girl, get in. Do get in with the promoters. Find out who the promoters are. Get get get, get you know shoot your shot. See if you can uh. Get yourself hooked up for the evening or for the weekend, you know? I don't think we have to tell the women that know. Like, there's certain kind of yeah. women that know the deal. Like, they'll yeah. they'll do that on their Some own. Some ladies and don't that's know disres- that. No disrespect to anybody, yeah. but it, it's I don't even know if it's all just looks. A lot of it's gift of gab. If you can spit the right game, you can kind of write your own ticket and get your way into anything. And that's important. You got to be able to spit. You know, it may not be... You may not look, you may not have that strip of body, but if you got the gift of the gab and you can talk a good game, listen. But I think men should remember that too, because it's a lot of times when they'll try to front on guys. Oh, here's my don't for men. Don't go in groups of bigger than three, ever. Listen, listen. I was just, and listen, I know in Vegas or in LA, you show up to a club and it's a bunch of dudes, they're not even looking at you. Nah, you ain't getting in. Like, cancel Christmas, go somewhere else. Guys, you gotta have ladies with you, or just if travel you small, recruit or, yeah. or or go by yourself. Travel light, travel light. You and your man's like, and you might have to grease some dudes to get yourself into a spot, depending upon the city, because that whole coming in with twenty dudes is not going down in most cities. Um, and I'm a, not happening. I'm gonna piggyback off that. Do take care of the dudes that are at the front. Yeah. They'll they'll be honest with you and tell you the deal when you're like, yo, I want to come in. You know what I'm saying? I want to know what it's like. Yo, like, let me know what's good. And if they're really about that, you you, you slide them a 20 just off the strength, just to make sure that you have a good time. It doesn't hurt you. Right. Like, do be prepared to spend money. Anytime you go out of town as a guy, don't think that you're going to get into everything for free. This ain't home. Yeah. You can't treat it like the club that you go to every Saturday or Sunday because you're that dude or everybody that you grew up with now runs the spot. Be prepared to spend a little cash just and, to make sure you have fun. And wait in line. You're going to have to wait in line like everybody else. You're and that's okay. Like every other mo. And that's okay. That is okay. Um, what other do's and don'ts? Um, don't be snotty. Don't be like, don't act like you that, that dude or that chick. Like, that cool. might, but that might work for you. That might be a game. Nah, man, be cool. I think you should always be cool, but that might be a game. What game? What you playing? 
Like you nobody like who, me. But, but who who doesn't like the who doesn't like the feeling of getting a girl that's like mass standoffish? Like yes, it's an accomplishment. Is like it? you, f- you feel like yo, I'm that dude because I took her down. But and when I say take her down, that means I took her off for a nice meal. We got the chance to know each other. It was a great time. You know what I'm saying? Like that's all I meant by that. But I guess I mean I'm getting to the. I I guess if I was single and being this age, I'm not trying to work that hard. Like it shouldn't have to be that hard. We what are we doing? What are we, what are we trying to prove here? What? It depends on what you're there for. So, like, I'm going to just say that. Like, yeah, I, I get what you mean. But in general, I don't have a problem with working for something if it's worth it. It just depends on how worth it it is to me. I guess, yeah. Like, nothing you ever wanted was, like, always easy. There might be aspects of it that are easy. But in general, stuff that you want is generally hard. Do pay attention nowadays. And I, I peep this is CIAA. There's cameras everywhere. And I'm not talking about, like, surveillance cameras. I'm talking about people shooting footage of parties now. Oh, All yeah. The time. So if you don't want to be on somebody else's, like, right. timeline. If, you're not on, if you don't want to be on somebody else's <laughs> timeline, Twitter, Facebook, video promo, listen, this, this whole party scene may not be for you, period. Like, I'm telling you right now, it's going down. It's cameras everywhere. Somebody's shooting something. I my brother and I ended up on somebody's promo. I just saw the joint the other day. Yeah, I'd be mad about that. Like that's okay. when I might have to like fire off a cease and desist. Like I'm a lawyer, just to be <laughs> like, yo, I don't want to use my likeness, bro. You don't know me. I ain't yeah. signed nothing. It's real. Yeah, like, it is. They use you for every, anything now. Like, yeah, it's like, kind of free use stuff. So if you know you you know if you if you know you're not supposed to be somewhere, you told hubby. Well, you told the boyfriend or the girlfriend you was in Ooh. San Francisco and you was in L.A. Ooh. Watch the way. Listen. The streets watch is watching. The streets is watching, baby. The streets is watching. Cameras is on. And watch yourself out in the streets. So here's what I want to wrap up, right? Um, How do you know when it's time to give it up? It's a good question. I think it depends on, I think it depends on the event. CIAA, I, and believe it or not, I actually go to the game. I go to CIAA because, I, to me, it's a way to get back to the black school. You know, I'm an I'm a HBCU fan. I may have went to Maryland and Virginia Tech, but I'm an HBCU fan. Um, I, I, I respect what the, their mission. Um, I respect what they're trying to do, and I, I want to keep their doors open. See, um, that's so, a... I don't and, want to and, stop and, you. That's like a topic I want to touch at some point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like between that and like fraternities, um, specifically like the black fraternities and sororities and how useful I think they are in <laughs> yeah. our, you know yeah, what I'm saying? current. a big, long podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, real rap. But um, so CIAA for me personally will never be something that I'll never stop going to. Um, but I think certain events, I think... Once, I think, I think once you go to an event and you're there and you look around and it just doesn't look like you anymore, I think that's when you know it's time for you to not go anywhere. I think that it's a situation where, and I, and that's a personal thing. That's why I kept it real personal. It could be right. if it's not you anymore. You look around, and you don't feel like this is you anymore. That's when you need to stop going. So I look at it like this. Let's say if we were talking All Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. I might not. I remember when it was. I remember that. I remember the time it was done for me. It might not be a situation where I go to any parties anymore, mm-hmm. 
But I would go and still go to like the game or go right. to like, you know, All Star Saturday. Right. But it's I'm going to that and then going, right. you know, I'm right. chilling, going to a, I might go grab dinner, go home, that right. kind of thing. Right. Um but I think it's the party aspect where bruh, I'm thirty six, man. Like I look around these clubs a lot of times. It, yeah, don't let the baby face like fool you. I don't see anybody that we used to rock with or like that we used to party with like that unless they're honestly guys. The few women that I see that are still out there clubbing that are our age, they generally work there and they in that industry. If not, like Gilbert they're Arena, all home. Gilbert Arena said it for this past all star. He's like, yo, all you chicks thirty five and up, y'all need to stay home and let these young chicks get a chance out here. Yeah, like it. It's a young person's sport. Like if you if you if you're going to all star, you better be going and having tickets to the actual all star events. If you're going to party. And you're and you all over 34, 35, there's a problem. See, but I'm gonna look at it like anything else. Look at it like I'll look at it like my basketball game. It was a minute where everything I used to do went to the rap. But now it's like work, nah, now it's I'm mid-range. Jump shots, baby. At a certain point, it's gonna be like all I'm doing is shooting threes. I'm going, you know what I'm saying? Three-point line to three-point line on defense, and then I'm gonna be done. Like I, mm. I can't do it no more. I'll get like my competitiveness off watching my kids, hopefully. Yeah. Like, I won't be able to do it. That's how I want to leave it with, like, my black, like, weekends. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to stay too long. I don't want to necessarily, like, you know what I'm saying, retire after I've, like, lost it. I'd right. rather go out on top. Like, right. I want right. to be MJ Game 6 Swish. Like, that's what I want to leave it at. Like, Freaknik, I remember being, I remember going the year, and I think the year I went was the year I was like, I'm not coming back. Because I could tell it shifted from the original purpose to totally being about tits and ass. But that's why I don't really, I didn't really enjoy CIAA. Because mm. I, I felt a lot of it was like the young crowd taking over. And if it wasn't the young crowd, it was the real old dudes trying to holler at everybody that was see, walking. And see, to me, I think that's what's going on in the streets. Like, like I said, I just don't have a move down there. Sure. I, yeah. Me, yeah, me being my first yeah. timer, I didn't necessarily move. Right. Like it, I never ever have to interact with that that crowd because I know where they're gonna be. Like I stay away from the epicenter. Like I know unless I'm going down there to specifically smoke a cigar. They had a cigar lounge at the epicenter for the old heads. Like it's just I know with CIAA there's certain things that you just can't do, but there's certain things that you can do that 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 are for your lane and you just it's it, I just yeah. I just think you just know, have to know how to move. Um, I remember when Virginia Beach stopped. It stopped. I think Virginia Beach really came to a pulp or a stop when um, the cops are like no more loud music from cars. Virginia Beach has been dead because it's the Commonwealth. Like well, anytime you do anything and it's Virginia, against the state, like it's dead. But it really went. They really punished that joint when they were like. Yo, you can only go up the strip once. Right. If you turn around, yeah, and, and we catch you. Can only be at that point. We was like, you know what? Because I went for like a 4th of July. Had a decent time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it was like 2003 or 2003, something like that. But yeah, I'd never go back. I'm good. And Kings and me, and most events stopped because, not because you stopped going, but because some violence happened in the place, the event, or whatever was like, well, we're just not going to do it anymore. Because it just brings too much violence. So a lot of times, a lot of stuff happens. Or stops prematurely, or maybe at the right time because something kicked again, off. Something kicked off. Something popped off. Yeah, I'm gonna look that up. 
Yeah. Like, I'm actually kind of curious how that ended. Yeah. Um, Jay, tell them where they can find you at again. Man. Instagram, consultant J, consultant underscore J. Twitter, J Hove. Facebook under the name Jason Moore. My blog. Got a blog, man. Man code out here. Um, you know, that's it. I'm out here in these streets. Sort of. Kind of. You not. You at home doing the right thing. Yeah, um, yeah, basically. Got my ear to the concrete, though. You know where you can find me. Uh, this has been another episode of The Real World. Feel free to check me out on IG at dash underscore not underscore dame. I'm not an asshole, but like I'm just like Dame Dash at certain points, except I'm a little bit cooler, way younger. Yeah, I hope y'all have a good night, and we out. Peace. Yeah.